Here we go. Take three. Third time's a charm. I have tried to record an episode, I promise, for the last three three weeks now, maybe two. Um, but I have deleted all of them because my perfectionism has been at an all-time high. And it's been really hard to create podcast episodes for some reason I feel like I get way too vulnerable I feel like I've overshared and then I delete the episode but here we are ready to go I'm somewhat focused not all the way focused my mind's a little bit scatterbrained these days Uh, but today I want to talk to you about my poly journey I know I did a whole episode on how I opened up, but I haven't really talked about the timeline uh, because we're going on two years now of being open and actively practicing non-monogamy. And (laughs) I'm at a point now where I'm really uh, kind of looking back at my experience and figuring out where I want to go from here and what I want, you know, from this point forward. So that's what I'm going to talk about today, give you all the details, the timeline from the time that we decided to open up to where I am right now. Thank you for being here. You're listening to Polly in Real Life, a Saxon polyamory podcast. Okay, so here we go. Like I said, I did already do an entire episode about the process of opening up from start to finish. So this is going to be a little bit of a continuation uh, from that episode. So basically, after opening up, so in April, it'll be two years, we dove right into dating other people. And I had a boyfriend right away. It all happened so fast. I remember my first date, I was so nervous. I was literally shaking because that was the first time I had been on a date since I met my husband, since I had been on a date with my husband. Um, When I was younger and dating, we didn't have dating apps. So this was all new to me. It was very overwhelming, but it was also very, very exciting. I really, really just jumped right in. Uh, made all the app profiles, was talking to many different people at once, connected with one person really well, and then we started dating. And, you know, at that time, I kind of focused my attention on that person, but I still was on dating apps. I was still talking to people. I was all in. Um, And then um. I found it difficult to deal with them not being as available. They didn't live in the same city, maybe like two hours away. It started to become really difficult to plan times to see each other because he was very, very busy. And uh, his job required him to travel all the time. And 
you know, then communication kind of started fizzling out a little bit. And I just got really, really overwhelmed um, because I wasn't sure, like, how was this supposed to work? How often are we supposed to hang out or talk? Um, So that was a little bit confusing learning, you know, like, no, it's okay. You guys decide how often you talk, how often you see each other. But anyway, I got overwhelmed and I ended it about two months in maybe almost three months in I don't remember the timeline uh but then there was an overlap uh so I had this boyfriend and then I actually reconnected with um a boyfriend that I had in middle school uh we had stayed in touch quote-unquote on Facebook and social media, but we hadn't really, you know, we would like each other's um, posts and things like that, maybe comment every once in a while on each other's posts. And um, so we kind of started chatting on Facebook um, and then we started texting and we've reconnected. And then all of a sudden, like, we're hooking up. So um, at the same time that I had this boyfriend, I had this overlap of you reconnecting with this person from like 15 years ago and it was extremely nostalgic um because the funny thing is uh we had never kissed because we were like I can't remember I think it was I think I was like 12 or 13 so I never kissed him I was too afraid and I had this joke when we were going to meet up now as adults like you know, I've been waiting, this better be the best kiss of my life because I've been waiting for 15 years. Um, but no, like, and we still talk to this day. We've, we hooked up a couple times. Um, but yeah, it, it, to me, I still find it really interesting how that happened. Um, so then that kind of fizzled out. Then, uh, then I met a person and, uh, Mm. who will always, always, always have a special place in my heart. Um, But I met a person, and at the same time that I had met that person, I was still chatting it up and meeting other people. Uh, Basically, the beginning was just a lot, a lot of talking to different people, quite a few first dates, um, a lot of connections that didn't really go anywhere, that just, you know... A lot of people that I did talk to and never even really met. Um, so that was like the first, I would say like the first six to eight months of being open was just constantly dating, constantly talking to new people, meeting up with new people. Um, but there weren't, you know, when I look back, there really weren't that many people that stuck around or that I had like a really, really deep connection with. If I think back... I would say it's two people that I ended up having a really, really deep connection with and that I can safely say that I fell in love with. Um, The one being that first boyfriend and the second one being this person that I had met that summer. Um, (laughs) So this person um, and I met up. We started talking. We met up a few couple times it actually took a really long time before we ever had sex for the first time um we talked a lot we met up a few times and then we finally 
had sex for the first time together and it was amazing. I will never forget it. Um, I don't know. This person was just so different and he was in my life. He was, he was part of my journey for quite a long time, um, up until recently. So yeah, but after then, you know, some things were happening with that relationship. Um, and I was feeling that same overwhelming feeling that I felt with that first boyfriend where, um, I just wanted more time. I, I was starting to get really fearful of where the relationship was going. And one day I was having a moment and I just completely cut things off with him. And then after that, I, um, I had told myself I'm going to take a break from dating But then there I was on dating apps again, and I met somebody on Tinder, and we uh, met up. He was really nice, really cool, and then um, he kind of filled in the space of a rebound. Um, Then we had this talk and realized that we were kind of rebounds for each other because he had just gone through a bad breakup, and I was feeling shitty about, you know, cutting this person off that I really liked. Um... So then after that, we decided to not see each other anymore. And I would say after that person, after the rebound, I actually did take a break. It was about two or three months break because it was over the holiday. So I was also really stressing out. I was working retail at the time and I didn't really have the time or energy to really meet new people. Um, But... I was still every once in a while chatting with some people that I had matched with before. There were at least two people, like two guys that I would match with or that I would chat with that I had matched with before that I hadn't met yet. Um, So at this point, I didn't have like a, a deeper connection except for my primary partner. And so then after like two or three months... I reached out to this person and I said, I've been thinking about you. I hope you're doing well. And this was like one of those nights where I was just like really thinking about this person. I was like, fuck, like, should I do it? If I don't do it, they're going to forget about me. And like, I feel like I need to make things right with this person because it was really shitty of me to just cut them off, you know, when I was having a moment. So I reached out. They reached back to me. And we reconnected. So this was last year. This was January of 2020. Um, I was nervous as fuck to meet this person again in person um, and see what happens. Like, I didn't know where the connection was going to go if, you know, if he was even going to want anything with me then at that point. So I believe at this point, I was no longer on dating apps um, because that was just super frustrating. So I stayed off the dating apps and I focused on giving my attention to developing this relationship again with this special person. Um, Also, while here and there chatting with those same other people that I had matched with before, but still never met. And... Um, so we met up a few other times, our relationship kept progressing, and then we found ourselves in 
more of a dominant and submissive dynamic. And that was new territory for both of us. Uh, So you can imagine there was a lot of learning. And um, for me personally, it was just, it was a lot. It was really, really exciting. Um, But it also came with a lot of fear. And we kept it going. um, And then COVID happened. (laughs) Then the shutdown happened. We had to be in quarantine. We couldn't see each other. But we were still texting each other. Um, and actually right before the shutdown happened, I met up with one of the guys I had been chatting with and went on a date and everything. Um, but that just didn't really go anywhere. Um, and then I was stuck at home, you know, for the majority of the the year then in 2020 and So then we got to, once like the restrictions started to get lifted, so like where we lived, they did, um, they did it by like phases. So once both of our towns were in like the green phase where, you know, the majority of places were opening back up again, uh, we, we would, we met up and, um, for me, things were getting really intense. Um, I thought this was going to be more of a long-term thing. I was really in it. I was very, very deep in my feelings with this person. And um, we really enjoyed each other's company. And we really enjoyed learning this whole new aspect of the, the dom-sub thing together. And then the last time that I saw him was in September. It was the first weekend in September. We hung out that morning um, because I wanted to um, buy him breakfast and give him his birthday gift. We hung out that morning, and then that evening, we actually hung out again. We went to dinner. I met his partner. He met my partner, and uh, all four of us just hung out and had dinner together, and it was really fun. And then after that, I, don't, I honestly don't even know what happened, but I don't know. Things just started to get really tense. I He was just, like, less available than usual. I was really, really frustrated because at that time, the kids had started school, but they were doing school at home, so I couldn't go to work. I was, like, stuck here. So, like, at that time, my depression and anxiety started to get really, really bad, I was lashing out. I was getting overly emotional about a lot of different things. And um, we just really clashed. We clashed and it just got to the point where I I just didn't see this connection going anywhere. And then he started going through a lot of things in his life. And we just couldn't show up for each other uh, the way that we could have or should have to continue the relationship, especially in a DS dynamic. So that was it. It was over, just like that. And um, so at that point, I wasn't seeing anybody else. Uh, We did have a little bit of an overlap, though. Like, towards the end of that relationship, then my primary and I decided that we wanted to maybe start seeing people together. Um, And then we had one group experience that was absolutely awful, and I don't ever want to remember that ever again. 
and then after that, we decided, okay, we're not going to do this group thing anymore. Um, we're going to go back to dating individually. So then this relationship ended and I was like, okay, I need time. I cannot, you know, jump into something else after, um, after, you know, this relationship ended. So I gave myself some time, which really, I feel like I should have given myself more time, but after I started to feel a little bit better, I got back on dating apps and this was around the time when I discovered Field because I had been trying like Bumble again and I just wasn't having any luck with that. And then on Field, I found that people were more open-minded. The majority of people on there are already in open relationships. Um, so I found like, I found that I would match with people a little bit easier on there. And I've had a few people from there that I've matched with that I've like texted with for a little bit and then it fizzled out. Uh, but the person that I'm currently seeing, I met on there three months, two months ago, almost three months ago. And it was just kind of like this person came out of nowhere. Like we matched and I actually forgot to message them. Like I didn't message this person right away. So then I kind of forgot about it and then I stopped really checking my app and then the one day that I checked it I had a message from him and we started interacting on there and then we decided to meet up and from day one we just clicked in all levels and it's been really great and um I feel like like, the NRE was so, so intense with this person. Um, but I'm at the point now where it's wearing off, and now I'm starting to get fearful. <laughs> you know, usually at the two- to three-month mark, that's when the NRE for me wears off, and I begin to feel scared of the feelings that are developing for me. So, um, but I'm still in it. I'm taking it really slowly. Um, and then I got off the app again after I met him and then the other day I was feeling a little bit lonely and thought you know maybe I could see if I matched with anybody so I got back on and I matched with a few people but then I decided to get off and I was like look I'm sorry I'm actually I, I really shouldn't be meeting up with new people right now and I don't want to waste your time so I just like deleted all my apps again so that's where I am now almost two years later and while it doesn't seem like a ton of people when I go back and like really think about it um oh and I forgot to mention actually right after well when I knew this one special relationship was ending there was a rebound person like right before the relationship ended right when I started to feel like this was over there was a rebound <laughs> and then after that was when I took the little break then after that is when I met the person that I'm seeing now okay now I'm completely off dating apps now I'm feeling exhausted I'm feeling like I cannot keep doing this to myself 
I cannot keep going from person to person uh, chasing that high of meeting somebody new, that excitement. I can't keep chasing that NRE. I feel like that phase (laughs) cannot continue for me any longer because it has really affected me. Um, I'm now feeling like I've given way too much of myself. Um, And like at times I've given myself to people who didn't deserve it. And I think that's just a reflection of where my self-worth was at the time. But as I work on that, and as I become more aware of my patterns and some of the things that I used to do that I no longer do, um, and just changing the way that I see myself, the way I feel about myself, has got me to this point where I'm like, what are you doing? Um, Like, it's time to uh, slow down a little bit. Um, and I did a post about this on my Instagram and the way that I described it was, you know, at first it's like you're a kid in a candy store and you just want a little bit of everything and you just like fill up your bag with all the different candies and then you eat, eat it all. Um, and then now I'm at the point where it's like my belly hurts. (laughs) I've had too much, um, And I've had some great moments, like don't get me wrong, I've met some really amazing people and I'm really grateful to have connected with so many different people, but I also wasn't very aware back then that I had, I didn't have very good boundaries in the beginning and um, I ended up just like overpouring to many different people. And so now I'm in a place where this level of openness feels like it's too much, where I need to close up a little bit. Um, I don't want my candy bag to be so full, you know? I, um, it's time to like live a sugar-free life for a little bit while I get myself together. And part of me is like, well... If you're not dating all these people, then you're not really poly. And then another part of me is like, you are poly. Like, just because you aren't dating many people doesn't mean you're not. So I have this, like, inner conflict right now. Um, But I know, I, and I'm kind of, uh, maybe I'm getting a little bit too caught up in the terms. So I'm having to remind myself that a relationship is what I make it. Um, being poly is what I make it. Being monogamous is what I make it. And I think it's important that if what I need right now is to take care of myself and maybe be a monogamous or maybe only sticking to um, having two partners, if my polysaturated level has shifted, then that's okay. Uh, because I cannot continue this cycle of going from person to person, overlapping with people, like it's just too much. Um, Constantly talking to people, constantly meeting up with people that never even go anywhere. It's a lot. So that's been my timeline pretty much. That's been my journey. And I'm at the point right now where I'm trying to think of uh, what kind of arrangements might feel good for me in the future. 
uh, an arrangement that feels safe, but still allows me to be open and to love multiple people. And, you know, I'm thinking maybe a monogamish arrangement, maybe a uh, triad, a closed triad, um, where it's, you know, those boundaries are really set. They're a little bit closed and I still get to express and expand my love for more than one person. Um, I'm feeling right now like I don't want a hierarchy system where I want all my partners to feel equal. And that's where I'm at. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I'm kind of figuring out what I want in the future as far as a relationship agreement. But even that is not as important to me right now as getting myself right with myself. Uh, Because at the end of the day, that's the most important relationship that I have. And that's what I really want to nurture right now. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to continue with this other relationship um, and see where that goes. Try, I'm going to try my best not to get so deep with it. Um, and I think that's my problem sometimes. I'm a highly sensitive person and every, sometimes I let my emotions guide me and it's just too much. I get too deep into things so quickly because I feel everything so deeply. And um, I feel like sometimes people think I'm being a really dramatic and I'm, I'm not. Like That's just how I feel everything. That's how I've always been. I've always felt everything so deeply and sometimes... I wish I could turn it off and not feel anything at all. Um, but that has caused me to really overpour and overextend my boundaries and overgive. And um, it has completely exhausted me. And then trying to deal with anxiety and depression and all of those things on top of that has taken a lot out of me. And so now I'm going to work on putting myself back together. And if my poly, you know, if the point for me where I feel polysaturated is two people, then so be it. I also feel like I could go back to a monogamous arrangement for a little bit and be okay with that. Um, And, you know, this... This is one thing that I told myself when we first opened up. It was, it's okay to shift from one style of relating to another. Um, It really depends on where I am in my life, what I need, what I want at any given moment. And if at any given moment, it doesn't feel right for my well-being or for the well-being of my household, um to be poly or to practice polyamory actively then I would choose to do monogamy but the important thing that I'm reminding myself is that I always have a choice I can choose and that's one thing that poly has taught me is that we have all of these choices that we can make we have all of these different options of how we can relate and I'm really grateful that I have shifted out of this Um, societal relationship structure that's the default Um, yes I did that for a little bit but 
now I'm learning that I can choose what kind of relationship I want to be in. And maybe with one person, monogamy is going to be the best option. But then maybe in another relationship, open relating is going to be better. And that's what I'm learning right now. That is the lesson that I'm in currently as I'm recording this. Um, yeah, it's it's a learning experience. It's a roller coaster. You meet so many different people. It's fun, but it's also emotional. It's also messy. It's what you make it, you know, because you can completely close off and not get emotionally invested. I mean, you can choose to do that, but I chose differently. I chose to become emotionally invested with people. And I chose to learn from all those different relationships. I chose to really sit with the uncomfortable feelings and have the uncomfortable conversations. Um, And I truly think that because I chose that, that that kind of was preparing me to do better in future relationships. I was adding tools to my toolbox. And... um, But right now is a time for me to just slow down and to stop seeking this high, these extremes, you know, in relationships. Uh, Because that's not really healthy at the end of the day. It really fucks with your brain sometimes. And then that can affect your health and overall well-being and everything. So... That is my two-year timeline of, you know, being in a poly arrangement. Um, I'll share more as, as things progress. I'm really curious because I have no idea where my journey is going. So I'll be curious to see where all of this goes. I'll be curious to see where it ends up. And uh, it'll be a while. It'll be a while, that's that's for sure. Um, it's not something that I'm going to rush. You know, I feel like things will unfold the way that they're supposed to, and I'm okay with that at this point. Thank you so much for listening today, for tuning in. It really helps me out when you download your episodes, and then you can also listen to them at any time if they're downloaded. Um, also, to continue the discussion, to continue talking about our poly timelines, I would love to know yours and what you've learned, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at the Polly Pocket. We can continue the discussion on there. All of my other links are going to be in the description of the um, episode, so you can check that out too, and uh, I will be back hopefully next week. I'm going on vacation this weekend, going to Miami, and um, so I'm pretty sure I'll have some stories for next week's episode. Uh, You guys have a lovely, lovely day. Thank you so much for the continued support. And I love being a part of this community.